Thank you for listening to another episode of the Shed Geek Podcast here at Union Grove Lumber Studios. To know more about the Shed Geek Podcast, visit us at shedgeek.com. And for all your lumber needs, call one of the team members at 704-539-5506 or visit us online at uniongrovelumber.com. Hey, stop what you're doing. Listen to this mini barn sponsor. What would your dream rent-to-own program look like? Picture it now. Would it have cutting-edge technology with integrations throughout the shed industry? Or would it include traditional financing and multiple same-as-cash offerings? Perhaps your ideal rent-to-own program puts money back in your pocket. Perhaps it has a unique way to onboard and train your dealer network. Wherever your mind goes and whatever your dream consists of, Newfound Rentals can help you. Give us a call today at 316-536-0472 and let's discuss your dream. All right. Well, we'll get started. This is a special episode. Your Shed Geek here, Shannon Latham, with special co-host Sam Byler. Yes. We booted Kyle out, didn't we? <laughs> he's, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, this, that's what happens when you slack on the job in the shed industry. Somebody <laughs> replaces you really quick. Is this new and improved then? Uh, no. Or is it this? Is are not. we going down the we're, drain now? We're going down the drain. We're just taking who we can get? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Well, speaking of a special guest, we have the one and only Brandon Suarez with us today. How are you guys? Man, listen to that radio voice. That's yep. why he does auctions, I think. That's right. All right. I like it. Brandon, tell me. We're going to get you on here, and we're going we're gonna to officially ask. Like, you you got to give me the thought behind what you're famous for. we got to get you famous for something else. I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't know if I can tell you. Everybody <laughs> else knows. I don't. Yeah. Isn't isn't he famous for auctioning off a mirror for like like nine thousand ninety six hundred bucks? Uh, something happened like that last. Yeah. I'm gonna bring last you bash, I guess. I'm gonna bring you some mirrors, and we'll have some conversations on the side then. Yeah. So that was that was really impressive, right? Whenever yes. we was it there, was, it was good enough to where we brought him in here for today to act the auction off the bash truck. We've got. Man, I've got a really good we, – we can't spoil it. We can't tell. I've got a really good idea that involves you for the commercial for the next bash if Sam will let me do uh, it. Oh, that's right. We can't it talk is. about it, but I'll tell you about it whenever it's fun. we get – It's fun. I think I might have an idea what yeah. you're talking about. It's fun. <laughs> Man, it would be a, it'd be a blast. It really yeah. would. But anyway, so, yeah, uh, you're, you're in Salt Lake. And uh, Sam tells me, he says, man, uh, we just had a really good rookie that was there the one day who could back a truck really good. Yeah, so uh, that's kind of what my story is. I was uh, in the shed hauling industry for a couple months, and then we had the first bash, and I didn't know a soul there. So uh, when I got there, I was probably the shyest guy in the crowd Didn't didn't know anybody. So, he was. Uh, he was all dressed. I mean, like, he was dressed to the nines. I didn't know. I figured these, you know, bashes were going on for months already. But um, So this was the, the Montana? Yes, it was. Bash that you went to. Okay. And, and you showed up, and you blew them all out of the water. Is that pretty well how the story goes? Pretty much. I, I wasn't even going to compete, and I don't know how everything fell into place. I... It didn't even sink in until months later what actually happened. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it was a crazy 
story for me. It was a turning point in my life, and uh, it put a lot of all you guys just put a lot of confidence in myself. And yeah, it was that was a that was a crazy day, one that I won't ever forget. So, didn't you get a job offer like on yeah. the spot? <laughs> yeah, and I'm actually um, kind of sort of working for him. Yeah, now, so, now. Yeah. that's three years. Yeah. It, it's amazing what happens in three years. Oh, it's it's crazy how things just fall into place, and you just let you just let God make those things fall into place for you. Yeah, and that's that's a good story. Don't don't go and and look for an opportunity. Let them come to you. That'll preach. Yep. That'll preach all day long. So what, what were you doing prior to to uh, the bash? I mean, were you were you hauling for somebody for yourself? So uh, I hired on with uh, Branding Iron Transport in, oh, what was that, 2018, Yeah, I believe. That was August of 2018 right. when we so, were in Montana, and so, you had been on – Right, six months, nine months. What did you say? It I was can't it was three or four, three or four yeah, months. It wasn't I knew very it long wasn't long. Yeah. So growing up, I built many barns, and my dad had a sales lot, and I really loved sales, and that's what I'm doing now. But um, when this opportunity came up, I took it, moved out to Idaho, and started yeah running over the road in, in the truck. Got my CDL. And, uh, so my mind went blank. You're at, you're in Idaho running in 2018? 2018. Yes. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. So, and so, um, I started, yeah, like three months and then we went to that bash and I've been doing shed hauling for the last three years. And just recently, uh, this last year. Uh, quit branding iron transport, went into sales for Montana Shed Center. Okay. So, so that's where I'm at now. So, uh, man, that's great. Um, literally, so what you're talking about is is like that, you know, quiet guy in the crowd shows up. I'm, like, I, I'm your still name's that. everywhere. I'm yeah, still I, that. I, I know. I, I, so I sort of get that from you, but I think that meekness is really your, your strength. Well, I, and, yeah. and, and you probably don't see that, but it's honestly your quietness that, that is, is probably – because when you're on the stage, you aren't quiet. Like I, I saw you auctioning off that mirror, you're in your zone. Right. Uh, yep. That's where that's where I feel uh, like I'm doing what I love to do. Yeah. Is auctioning that? I learned that after. I think I had my first auction when I was maybe 16 or 17, uh-huh. and then I went to auction school, and I was pursuing that, and I was going to transition into being a full-time contract auctioneer. Uh, mostly in the livestock world, but then last year, pretty much all the contract auctioneers got thrown out the door, and all the originals, you know, came back, or the or the sale barn owners, or the auction business owners, and because of COVID, uh, they wanted to have you know as few people as possible there. So that dream kind of got crashed, but I'm still doing some on the side. Um, probably every other week or so, we have a fundraiser somewhere. Let's give uh, for the audience that wasn't there. Let's give them a let's give them a twenty thirty second little rattle there. <laughs> All right. Uh, so in the cattle market, we sell everything by the cent. Okay. So it's dollar uh, fifty or two 
sometimes go up to two dollars on some uh, lighter calves. But uh, I'll give you a a chant on yeah a dollar fifty. So I'll go uh, hundred and fifty now one uh, hundred and fifty down a bit it up there on one dollar now two 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 bit it up there on three bit it on four down get it in there on hundred and fifty four bit it up there on five and now five here take it a bit that six here now seven hundred eight hundred eight hundred eight nine bit it up here take it a bit that fifty eight bit it up there on now nine and now nine sir take it a bit that nine down get in there on that bit it up there on hundred and fifty eight now nine sold it dollar fifty eight so Sam's a buyer. So I finally figured out what that chant is on beef. <laughs> I've never been able to understand what they're like. I love auctioneers and auctions oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah, but definitely. I never could make heads or tails out of how they were selling it. It made no sense. So, and you're saying that's actually like sense. That's by the yeah sense. by the sense. That's sense by the pound. Yeah, so that's crazy. Head weight, you know, you got a four hundred pound calf heifer or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, sell at dollar sixty or dollar eighty. So since we're talking about being in the zone, tell me about what was going through your head when we just ran into I don't even know what you call it, the perfect storm when that mirror all of a sudden just took off at the bash and and so, I I could tell <clears throat> something changed in your chant. Like you hit a yeah. gear I in trucking we call it overdrive. <laughs> so every at every auction and you'll see it today um, it takes me three minutes to get warmed up. I gotta get, I gotta get in the groove. Yeah. Uh, my voice, I gotta get it. The the rhythm is a big thing, and then of course you got to figure out everything that's going on around you, and it's mm-hmm. it's a big deal in my head. So, um, I think we started that thing out at five hundred or couple three hundred. Yeah, so. three hundred bucks. And I was not expecting it to go more more than a thousand, and uh, I was surprised that it went over twelve hundred, mm-hmm. and it kept going up, kept going up, and I was like, well, maybe. Our, I mean, the way people were bidding, it kind of seemed like they were about done, because mm-hmm. that's that's another thing. At a fundraiser auction, you have no idea what stuff's going to bring. Somebody might think one item is real hot, and you thought it wasn't, and then. It might be the other way around, but um, yeah, that was I. Once it hit three thousand, I took a deep breath, and it was a couple minutes into it, and I, I was yeah, my heart started pumping, and I mean that was like the first item, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the bad thing. We didn't really let you warm up for that one. Yeah. So and then it kind of went from right. there, but I mean we did. It's like you said at a benefit auction, you just you don't know. It's what does that say? Like, I mean, what does that say to you coming in 2018, rookie hauler, come in, win these competitions, blow people out. You're embraced by like the, the brotherhood, all of these guys. And, and I always tell Sam, I said, it, I, I, I know under behind the mask, it's a bunch of alpha males who actually really want to get along and might, might puff their chest up and, and be strutting peacocks from time to time. But the right. reality is you, you get real good conversations whenever you get quiet, you get between each other. And that's sort of what the podcast is has been for us what does it say whenever a mirror goes for nine nine thousand what does it tell you as an auctioneer and as a hauler it it puts more confidence in me i don't one thing that i for sure don't want to do is let it get to my ego Mm -hmm. um yeah i just it's 
it's the best. This is like the best industry that you could ever be in. Like I, I found what I love to do. And when I go to work, you don't work a day in your life if you, if you like what you do. Mm-hmm. And just having that support and um, SHB asking me to come here today, uh, things like that, um, I'm more than willing to help out, you know, where I can. It's, it's God's talent that he gave me. So, Amen. So what is, uh, like this guy doesn't get enough credit. Whenever I pulled up, I thought he was signing autographs. Uh, what, does Sam, what does Sam mean to you in this process? Well, I got him here cornered. Yeah, just go ahead and put him on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> on the record, I guess. Yeah, I mean, well, uh, well, are we going to have to edit this part out? <laughs> it, it was, okay, so there's there's about a half a dozen guys out there that came and talked to me um, the first time or at the, at that first bash after I had won the, the title or the award or whatever. And Sam was one of them. He was probably one of the ones that talked with me longer there. And uh, I don't know. Uh, it was those guys that that helped me. I was I was in a pretty dark time in my life back then, and that's what gave me the the uh, confidence. You know, sometimes we go through life and things just don't work out and you feel like you're just stumbling 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 but then you meet some guys like sam and there's quite a few others that uh put that confidence in me and um yeah they they're they're there in your mind you know you can call them up i i still have conversations with with all those uh guys you know every month call them up and we talk and it's just you can't you can't work at McDonald's and have that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's something there's something special about this industry and people, customers are just looking forward to seeing you, you know, when you get to a delivery or um even in the even in the office, even the ladies in the office talking with with the customers and it's not just the haulers. Yeah. It's everybody as a team. I tell everybody it's more than a shed. Like oh, yeah. uh, when you when you come into it, you can choose to be that in any aspect that you want. If you want to go sell donuts tomorrow, go sell them. But if you don't, if you're not around a bunch of people who's uh, who's getting behind you, encouraging you, lifting you up, I've never been in an industry that does that quite like this. Right. Um, you're just welcome. I, I said that once before. You're welcome when you show up. And uh, you got a chance to prove yourself. And really, in some ways, you don't even have to. People just embrace you. And if you're uncomfortable in here, they'll take their strength and give it to you. Right. Lift you up a little bit. And I think that's what it's been for me is uh, it, it takes – there's a moment where it hits you. And then you go, I, I want to do this forever. Like, I love what I do. I enjoy this. I enjoy this. Mm-hmm. This very thing is sitting here talking to you and storytelling. It's sitting oh, yeah. around a campfire and literally – uh, knowing about your life, and you get to talk about your faith, and a lot of people say, "Shed geek, what's that?" It's way more than a shed. It's way more than just knowing about sheds, hauling sheds, selling sheds. Those are all important. But uh, hey, stop what you're doing and take a listen to today's High Barn sponsor. Dude, I had a nightmare last night. Facebook Marketplace went down. I couldn't sell anything. It was crazy. It's like the brick and mortar days, dude. Yes, like 
I had to wait for people to just come in. I couldn't, there wasn't anything I could do. When did you have this dream? Last night. I had a dream last night too. Really? Imagine this, Metropolis, Illinois, 2021. My cousin Eddie comes running in through the door. <laughs> He's like, we got a hot one on the line. I think they're looking for a 10 by 16 utility, but they can't find inventory anywhere. What'd you do? They don't know where to go. Well, luckily for me, I can go to shedsforsale.com. Go where? Shedsforsale.com. What is that? It's like an online marketplace where you can list all your inventory. Seriously? Yeah. It's like Facebook, basically, Facebook Absolutely. marketplace. Yeah. You just take pictures and post it on there? Dealers, manufacturers, all alike. They can, look, they can just list their inventory on there. What's it called again? Shedsforsale.com. 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 So, shedsforsale.com. Shedsforsale.com. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, I'm just sitting here and looking at who's here today. Um, obviously, we're here to auction off the Bash giveaway truck, the guy that won it. Um, he doesn't really need it to haul sheds. Um, he's wanting to get his bush pilot license, you know, and this is a way that he can get that. But I'm just I'm sitting here looking at who's here today, and we're at Liberty Sheds, which is a manufacturing place. They do their own hauling. They do their own selling and everything. But I see, I see rent-to-own guys. I see haulers. I see other manufacturers. There's people here from Pennsylvania. There's people here from Texas. There's, and, you know, North Carolina, everywhere in between. That's, that's what they do. That's what the shed industry does. They pull people. You know, we, we basically say we have four divisions. That's kind of yeah. what we always look at. And all four divisions are here, you know, manufacturing, sales. There's sales guys here that I see. Um, and then, you know, the haulers and the rent-to-own people. And they're all here. And when we were in Montana, that's they were all there. Everywhere mm-hmm. we go, it's always the team is there and it comes together. I have a question for him. I want to know what else happened to him since that first bash when we got to meet him. He was, yeah, like I said, you know, he was a sharp-dressed kid, dressed to the nines, single dude. Are you still single? Nope, nope. I <laughs> uh, wasn't sure what you were coming to there, but, yeah. Um, so, got married last September, and that was another really exciting, crazy story, how it all fell into place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, met this girl and uh, on a – crazy adventure and we uh started a relationship and got married about a year later so so married man now he's off the market ladies so don't, <laughs> don't come knocking on shed geek's door asking us where to find brandon suarez we don't know yeah so and then you've got some family that's in the industry too is yes that, is that right yes sir i do i i have uh three brothers that are hauling sheds uh, got two of them in Alabama, one of them in Texas, Louisiana area. And uh, kind of, I don't know, we, we all worked in the shop way back way back in the day, 14, 15 years old. We, you know, in between summer break, um, we went work in the shop, and then Dad had the sales lot, and that's where I sat some of the time selling sheds and meeting customers and you know that interaction with people we sold lawn furniture there carports and that's where that's where it kind of started for me i didn't really like the shop 
I don't really like to work real hard, <laughs> but I can. Why do you think Kyle's not here today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shots fired. marks. Oh, he'll edit that part out. Yeah, no, I'm sure I, he will. I, I do like working hard. It's, um, but yeah, you just everybody's different. They gotta find their knack and and uh, hit it. So, so, would you say they're as quiet your family? As, Our family, yeah. If it's quiet, are as quiet as as you are, or, or as uh, as bashful as you were saying earlier. Uh, your brother, your brother does like YouTube stuff, right? Yeah. Like, yep. He's kind of the famous repo man. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got a chance to really watch many videos yet, but I can't. Oh, I you can't have wait to. to. You to have start. to. Yeah. I had a friend send it to me and said, "You got to watch this guy. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. He's on YouTube now, so you can okay. look at his videos." There. Well, that's better than TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not a TikTok fan, are no, you? No, I'm not a Snapchat TikTok guy. I'm, YouTube, I can at least uh, condone it a little bit. Yeah, I, I can get through it. I, the, I, I'm a little bit the same way. I don't, I don't, I'm not on social media a whole lot, but I find myself with this work. Now, let's be honest, it's, it's really easy to connect with people across the country, yes. so it does make a lot of sense. I, I was ready to just completely abandon my social media platform because – well, you get tired of seeing politics and everything else on there. And then I realized after downloading my stuff in a month of this, like, wow, you miss your friends. You miss opportunity. You miss a connection with some really good people in this industry. I think that's my favorite part is it's allowed me to travel across the country and meet some mm-hmm. really cool people. Um, we were we were here, met Charles, and I'm like, wait, we just saw him in Texas. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago, and, and we were up in Pennsylvania, and you were up there doing the auction, and, uh, we've had uh, Aaron uh, Arlen, goodness, I just called him Aaron. We've had Arlen uh, come on, and he was sitting here listening in just a bit ago. Uh, we had Arlen come on, and him and Mike's going to have an episode come out before long. And it's it's cool to go, get to see their home, like right. You come to their facility, you see the mm-hmm. uh, you know the way they're doing things. I think this is very important for for salespeople, for haulers. I think it's important for all four aspects of the industry, as you said, Sam, to get out here and. Just, uh, well, for one, have a spirit of cooperation, but two, learn. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're not learning if you're not here at something like this. And, of course, you might be missing a good piece of equipment today when the auction comes up. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. So. I mean, it's going to be a good time today. One thing um, that I noticed in the last three years was the, of course, everybody knows the closeness of this brotherhood or this industry and um i notice from time to time someone gets broke down on the road they first thing put on the page is anybody around here that can help and most of the time they get taken care of and i don't know there's there's industries out there you know that that don't have that and you know they got a call for the insurance company or something to tell them back or you know there's enough of us around that, and and we all kind of know each other, and uh, that's one side of it that I really like is is everybody helps each other out, even in the sales part. You know, if somebody wants a shed five six hours away, they can always point them to somebody else. Yeah, I've given shed sales away to to I guess my competition, but I gave them away to the person who was going to sell them the right shed for what they needed and maybe I just didn't have that and uh I don't really I don't really sell now I might get the occasional phone call you know just because somebody knew that I did but um 
no, I think you can do that and, uh, and still be successful. It doesn't diminish you in any way as a hauler, like, right, to, to know that someone's going to go do this private move. Matter of fact, you might be glad they did if it's a private move, huh? Right. So, <laughs> well, de- uh, definitely appreciate you doing this here today. I know that uh, you seemed uh, a little bit hesitant at first, but I I'm, promise you the uh, – I'm always a little, a little hesitant behind the mic. I mean, it, it gets me uh, – it gets me nervous. I mean, every time I go sell, it gets me nervous. But you're you're, you're afraid of one of those moments where the industry's gonna. <laughs> uh, you know, I've yeah, I've been behind microphones for almost forty years now, and I still go through that. There's there's yeah. just certain um, you want to do it right, yeah. you know. And at the end of the day, sometimes the best moments are when you don't do it right. That's right. And that's you know, just for example. Um, I'm not going to let him out of here without asking him. You know that's not going to happen. Come on. So, you know, you you win the Montana competition. You're the national champion. So we go into Tennessee. You know, you have to show up because you're the national champion. Tell me what happened in Tennessee. Or do you want me to ask? Uh, like we, you know, we had a guy just roaming around oh, and sticking right. microphones yeah, in yeah, people's yeah. faces. I got and, you. And yep. uh, you, you kind of got so, famous. So kind of what happened was I got there to the bash, the second bash. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, you know, I'm this shy guy. Um, what's interesting is I say that and everybody don't believe it. <laughs> I, but, yeah, I, I can pick up on it. But um, I get there, and I wasn't there two or three minutes, and here comes the camera guy. I don't even know who he was. Uh, he was Bo with RTO National. They oh, were the comp- okay. they were the competition sponsors for that one. So they had brought in their guy to do their own make their own video that they wanted to have done. Right. And uh, he 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 asked me. He says, "Hey, you mind if I interview a couple people?" And I'm like, "Sure, that that'll be good." So. So anyway, um, yeah, I was like seriously super nervous because there was hundred several hundred people around yeah, that's there. Yeah, huge. And I mean, I didn't. I still don't know. When I go to these bashes, I still don't know everybody. Yeah. But anyway, um, stuck the camera in my face and yeah, asked me a bunch of questions. And he said, the question was the the weird question that I got that I didn't know how to answer. I was nervous about answering. I don't know. Um, was what what would you tell? Since since I won the last bash um, in the semi round, or actually it wasn't in the semi round, I was the only one. Yeah, in the it was semi. just it was just regular, yeah, the so, trailer delivery. Right. So he asked the question, "What would you do to prepare to win? What 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 are those competitors? What's going on in their mind when they want to go compete?" And I was like, "Man, I don't know. I mean." You don't really think about that, you know, when you go to work every day. Yeah. So what pop, what came out of my mouth was um, you got to, yeah, have your equipment. Like I sprayed my deck down with WD-40, make it easy to slide and stuff. And then I said at the last, you got to make sure your trailers and stuff are filled up with gas. And somebody took that and ran with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I don't 
it was okay. It really was. He yeah. he said, you know, you got to make sure it's all filled up. And that it went uh, like it was like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. But um, that's not really what made you famous. Do you still remember what made you famous off of it? No, I don't. Somebody posted up a picture one well, day of they made a fuel meat. stop up ahead of him. Oh, that's right. And so, he was out of fuel. So, like, yeah, a couple months. I went home yeah. a couple months later. I ran out of fuel, and I didn't even make the connection that I just said that a <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple months ago. And the fuel stop was just a couple hundred feet in front of me. And, uh, yeah, I posted up there that I was just I just ran out of fuel. And somebody made that meme, and man, yeah. seen it every day since. The first viral <laughs> shed industry meme. Absolutely, and we've got him right here, yes. Shed Liberty yeah. himself. Oh man! Well, so. it's been a lot of it's been a lot of fun. That's probably been had at your expense, but the truth is, I think you got a tremendous amount of respect in this industry, and you certainly earned the respect whenever you uh, went in there in Montana and did what you did. And these guys know who you are now, whether you know all of them are not and uh i think they do appreciate you uh, i love your story i want to i want to meet your brother i'm gonna have to watch his youtube videos mm-hmm. and see there these repo stories that'll be interesting he's uh, got them numbered <laughs> yeah. which one was worse and which one wasn't <laughs> i'd imagine you probably have a couple he, of those stories yourself yeah I'm I, was sure. with, I was with him on one it was it was pretty intense for sure <laughs> so uh yeah definitely appreciate you sitting down here with us i know it's mm-hmm. uh it, it does put you in a position to sit down and be vulnerable to, to, to talk. But the reality is it's storytelling. It's campfire oh, yeah. storytelling. And I think a lot of people will appreciate your uh, position in the industry. I would almost call him the official auctioneer of the shed industry. Oh, yeah. I think he's got yeah. that title yeah. pretty simple, don't you think? Yeah, there's, oh, there's, there's, four, there's four or five other ones in that are good. Uh, yeah, one but, of them I actually got, I went to an auction that I wasn't even really expecting to see anybody there I knew. And I was in an area where I was like, I don't know anybody here. And uh, there was a hauler there that was, uh, what do you call it, the one of the ring guys, the bid collectors. And I'm like, man, that guy, I know him. He's a hauler. And uh, then about, I don't know, an hour later, he actually took the place of the guy that owns the auction. And I was like, wow, he's better than the guy that owns the auction. And he is. He's really not. You got to remember, I love it's like eating steak. There's no bad steak. Well, to me, there's no bad auctioneer. I mean, they're just, you know, but I I do like when I get a really good one when they're clean and they do it right. And there's a couple of men that do that. I thought I heard you rattle it off a little bit. Yeah, I got my own rattle, but that's not going to happen. Come on with it. (laughs) <laughs> so he didn't mind asking there, you to sit yeah, down, Brandon, but I'll put uh, him on the spot. <laughs> there is one thing about Brandon that we need to the, – the thing that makes it easy to pick on Brandon is because he takes it so graciously. Um, he wins graciously. He loses graciously. He's just that kind I, of a guy. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yep. He said, I've never lost, so I don't know what you yeah. mean. <laughs> well, you certainly do have a powerful – uh, story and energy about you that 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 quietness. I'm looking forward to seeing this today. I am too. I know that you're gonna you're gonna kill it out there again today. Yes. Uh, I wish I'd have brought a mirror with me, but it's it didn't. Not, it's not really about so much about the auctioneer. Like I, I think, you know, that might be 25 percent of it. But mm-hmm. yeah. the the crowd and every just the 
just the excitement of yeah i mean somebody's doing a lot more damage with bringing the money to the plate than the auctioneer he's the one having fun you know so it's it's everybody it's not just the auctioneer but i appreciate y'all's comments well, i'll tell you what this right here is where the shed industry happens if anybody's wondering where it gets built it's these moments these days whenever get, people get together like this this these events um i can't wait to be part of many more of them and certainly thank you guys for allowing us to have our little part in it so, yes thanks thank for being yeah here. i love listening to all the podcasts it's uh something i do when i go down the road there yep. we go endorsed by brandon suarez himself so be sure to listen thank you brandon we appreciate having you on thanks for having me on welcome back to another episode of the shed geek podcast this is mo lunsford of union grove lumber we would like to welcome you to the union grove lumber studios Hey, we're this year's studio sponsor. And this is your host, Shannon Latham. Here at the Shed Geek Podcast, we give you education you can use and entertainment you need.